All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Open Concepts Podcast, episode 30. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We have, is this going to be coming out? 31st is a Monday, right? This is June. We're in June. Right? I can't I do calendar. This is what quarantine has done to us. I don't even I know what I am our dates not are. the guy. We're in June. That We're figures June. out the. Yeah, this is my job. Yeah. I do majority of the. I just show up and pot. I'm a worker, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's, it's light work. It'd be like that's the equivalent. It's light work for me. Yeah, it's I light just, work I for just you. Talk. Yeah, that's true. Do you know what I have found with editing um, in person? Oh, so we're in person right now. So yeah. editing in person versus editing uh, via like whatever Zoom or Discord is that editing in person it takes probably an hour and a half whereas if i did record via uh, discord or zoom it takes almost three to four hours why so there are some like there are when you're talking there might be distortion on my end and i have to cut that out or little mm-hmm. noises or whatever but when we're in person it really doesn't matter so i i don't know like it, it takes and the one thing too, my computer does something weird and I have to check on it is that there are times where like I'm saying a sentence and it immediately distorts. So I have to cut that out and I don't know where it is in the recording. What? I don't know. I, but it just, it takes longer. So when it's in, I don't per- happen to me on my side. That is true. Yours is always clean. So it literally like when it's in person, I just have to plug in whatever music, um, the little question of the week, whatever. And that's it. So it's not going to be. But when we get to visuals, it's going to be even easier to to edit the audio. You think? I think. You think? Well, I intend on <laughs> in the next week or so. Like we're going to put we're, I'm going to make an announcement video with EJ and we're going to we're going to explain what the plan is going forward. Um, but which is new to We should pay Matt for like a weekend course. Well, I was hoping to reach out to him because I need help with editing videos too. I'm I spent so much time on music. That when it's like, oh, I got to shoot a video. I don't know how to edit it. The video aspect of it. Is yeah, just, I don't yeah. know how to do any of that stuff. Well, I've been literally all week just trying to figure out how to do that. And so, I mean, like purchasing a camera is the goal. But right now, it's we got just, one. Yeah, you have one. But I realize also it has that 30 minute recording limit. I'm just trying to figure out how to edit one minute, fam. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's to say for your stuff is easy, but for like our podcast, that is like an hour sometimes long, true, true. right? So we'll figure that out. But right now, like the goal is to get consistent. With I video. still might get a webcam, like one of like the better webcams. Yeah, that's that what plug I plug into the computer. Yeah, that's what I was looking into as well. But I mean, the perfect tool being your cell phone has already a great camera on it anyways. So it's not a terrible thing to have but yeah i mean we're in june now sun is out we're moving and you're like what two weeks away from getting married bro yeah if we're in june now wait what what day this is, is the first out? this is the first when it's coming out so that means 17 more days 17 more days when we're recording this it's not june so this is weird a little yeah. bit but <laughs> we're trying to we're time traveling 17 days and 38 seconds <laughs> <laughs> if you know you know if, if you, you know you know <laughs> oh man but um what are you feeling excited about it yeah of course it like i don't well, feel nervous at all really yeah okay i might maybe, maybe the day of 
that might be it, right? Like, like, oh my gosh, what the heck? That's it. Does that happen with you with usually like big events that come up? It's like you don't feel it until like either the day before or the day of. No, if it's like if I was if it was like a, a performance, I feel nervous the whole way through. Okay, but I don't feel nervous about this at all. Yeah, I mean that's a good thing. Yeah, does Priya feel like? Oh, I mean I don't know. Does she feel more? I I assume she feels. I don't know if she feels nervous. I think. Okay, wait, wait. Maybe she's more nervous of the actual everything coming together more, whereas the actual wedding itself is like getting married is something different. I don't know if she feels nervous. I don't know. I think I think because me, like, I'm so like excited to just be married. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, it's good. That's gonna happen regardless of if like COVID shuts down. COVID shuts down. Or so like, like so because that's like what's the most exciting for me. Mm-hmm. The wedding price, like, it's fun, but it's not like. I'm not super, super, like, spent on that with all my yeah. energy. So I'm not really that nervous about it. Yeah. I mean, speaking of reopening, I, I heard, actually, this story came out, again, when we were recording it today. Doug Ford apparently is hoping to open um, uh, Toronto up sooner if uh, cases continue to drop, which is good because um, Alberta already said they think they're opening on the 8th or the 7th. I don't remember. So they're trying to follow suit, which is good if it opens early. We're all trying to follow suit, bro. Everybody else is open. <laughs> Everyone else is. And I don't get it. Like, but uh, yeah. But then the, uh, the other thing that I also read, too, is that he plans on opening. He's going to let us know, I think, by the end of this week or if the answers already come out, if he's going to reopen schools for the rest of the semester which would be like 28 days that'd be a waste there's a waste there'd be no point there's no point so like because my parents are custodians and they're like we really don't want people coming back because also it's like the end of the school year so you know it's only like half of the month and then the other half everybody's just watching movies or just hanging out and doing nothing yeah that'd be a, that'd be a, a complete waste all right so that's what they're looking into um it probably take you like half a month just to get used to being back right just to stop <laughs> there's no i don't see the need just finish off the school semester with zoom or whatever or just that's it but or just cancel school altogether <laughs> give everybody a free month off give everybody a free, i mean people have been having that room i know <laughs> it's just been having three months off of that but i could wake up and not have to put clothes on for school literally right so um yeah, I, vis- I visited my school on Monday because I had to go pick up uh, my diploma frame for when I get my diploma. Oh. Bro, it's like it's like apocalypse, like waste deadland there. Like, there's no <laughs> one like like when I see like on the daily when I was there, like 50,000 students rolling up on the daily and it's like two or three people in a big school. It's like being in an empty church. It's literally that. It's creepy. Right. It's, it feels so weird. And I was just just. But yeah, it felt it felt weird. But would you rather be in a like sleep in an empty church or in an empty hospital? Oh dang, man! <laughs> that okay? <laughs> See, nah, nah. An empty hospital or an empty high school? I think I choose the high school over the hospital. Over the hospital. But see, I would choose the hospital over the church. I wouldn't sleep in no dang church in the night. That feels weird. Hold on, hold on. Let's backtrack for a second. (laughs) 
You love Jesus still, Elliot? I love Jesus. <laughs> I love Jesus. But listen, no dark church. The church is just a building. I can love Jesus outside of the church. Okay. <laughs> we're not we're not messing with no building like that. Nah, no thank you. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> It might just be me, but I'm like, I really would rather. So the place, the building, I put in all caps, where you're supposed to, (laughs) you know, come together (laughs) with one purpose. That purpose is Jesus. You can't sleep there. (laughs) Do you know why? By yourself? No. Do you know why? And I'll I'll tell this story. Do you remember? you, You remember this, I think. Maybe not. But this was uh, when I was attending a church here in Barrie, uh, and we just finished junior high. Mm-hmm. It was me and uh, my, our, our old youth pastor, Pastor Dean. Mm-hmm. We were downstairs just talking. And so the way the church works is that there's a basement, and then to the left, there's a set of staircases that go up. I think I remember this You story. remember this story? <laughs> you remember this? I Kay? think so. I this think is so. why. This is why. Okay? <laughs> the staircases go up, and then... You can literally see who is entering the building based on, like, if you see people walking. Mm -hmm. You can see that. And it's, like, 11 in the evening. So, like, I'm thinking all the kids are gone. We're just chilling with leaders or whatever. I think you were there. I don't think I was there. Were you not? No, maybe not. If If it was this traumatic and I was there... I would remember this story. Fair enough. Actually, I don't, yeah, I went, I don't forget dopey's bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. So we were just standing there, and I think Dean got a text from one of the students saying, it's like, can I come and I just need to talk? And it's like, okay. So like we're gonna wait in the church and just mm-hmm. to do that. And a couple like a solid 10, 15 minutes passed by, and we were just still talking, but then we see a pair of like a legs walking across into the sanctuary <laughs> and we're thinking oh okay the student rolled up that's perfect and so we're thinking that he went upstairs and he's gonna realize yeah, he has I to come downstairs wasn't there for this. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're thinking like okay like he's probably gonna come downstairs when he realizes that we're not in the sanctuary 10 15 minutes roll by nothing and then eventually him and then uh, uh his girlfriend also come downstairs and i mean like oh we just got here i'm like Wait, wait, wait. Did you not go into the sanctuary? It's like, no, we just got here. And I'm like, whoa. And like Dean and I like looked at each other being like, you saw that, right? Like, yes. Like as clear as day, as clear as I'm seeing you, I saw somebody walk into that building. Nope. Okay. So we're like, and because it's situated like in like a like the downtown area of Barrie kind of have to assume that maybe it's somebody from the streets coming into the church <laughs> for the sake of your sanity for the, right for the sake of my sanity i'd be like he didn't, maybe want, to believe, he didn't want to believe it was <laughs> annabelle <laughs> right so uh, i just i was like all right we're gonna go we're gonna go scour the church and like this church is pitch black so i'm like i got my flashlight on i grabbed an umbrella as like my weapon just in case you know why like, why that's because you were with dean and he's white to scour the church, right? Yeah. I would have dipped. Yo, I was, was ready if to that dip. That was me and you, bro. I, we would have bounced. <laughs> yo, white people are brave, yo. They're right. You guys have a lot of courage. It's it's crazy because I was like, why don't we just go and like, lock the like, like why do we why do we gotta do, like right? I'm a volunteer. <laughs> 
I didn't sign up to see no I'll dumpy. get paid for this. I'm out. <laughs> what the heck? So we scoured it. And I'm like, when we when I say scour, we looked through like every nook and cranny of that church. I found places I didn't even know it existed in the church. Mm-mm. Okay. And we finished and we found nothing. Mm-mm. So, and we, again, the alarm was on. So we would have heard if somebody went out through the other door or whatever. So I'm like, what did we just witness? <laughs> so I'm like, clearly either, and I didn't see it. Trust me, I'm, I, it may be hard for people to believe, but I swear that I, as clearly as I'm seeing EJ right now in front of me, I saw a pair of legs walk past that area. Dun, dun, dun. Somebody walked in there. So that's, that is the reason why I don't mess with churches at night. <laughs> I have a duppy story. You have a duppy story? All right. For for those of you who don't know what a duppy is, that's what us Jamaicans just call a ghost. It's a ghost. Um, ghost things. But I wasn't a part of this story. I've just heard it. Okay. Through multiple people on different occasions. And the story is the same for everybody. Ooh. So like, you know when like the game of telephone? Yeah, how, yeah, like, yeah. At the end of it, the story has changed all over the place. This is the game of telephone, but the story is the same. For every different person that tells it. Okay. So my grandpa back in Hamilton, mm-hmm. before he retired, he was the pastor at one of the churches downtown. And he wasn't there, but it was the the uh, praise and worship team. They were practicing Saturday night, I think, before they were practicing for Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. So the way it was set up. So like, let me try to describe it the best with my words. You walk in. And there's like double doors. Okay. Okay. Open the double doors. And then immediately to your right is another set of double doors that are usually open because it leads to the basement. Mm-hmm. Right. And then in front of you is the giant sanctuary. Okay. So double doors, open them, sanctuary, but ex- exactly to your right, another set of double doors that goes down to the basement. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those side doors are usually open because bathrooms are downstairs all that stuff okay but because they were practicing and there's a bathroom upstairs they they had it closed right so doors to the basement are closed right now okay so they're all doing their thing chilling in like the little foyer because there's like a little foyer area before you get into the sanctuary into the sanctuary okay okay, okay? okay. so that's where they're chilling and i kid you not <laughs> i've heard it from different people on different occasions telling the exact same story Okay, they said there was this lady in like a house coat. Okay. Okay. They said she had no legs. <laughs> no, 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 no. Whoa, whoa, wait. Hold on, listen. They said she had no legs, and they watched her. They all watched her go through the double doors that were closed, bro. <laughs> like, like from the basement. Like no door, like they just it passed through, through the door. Oh my god! <laughs> How yeah. many people you hear this from? There was like seven of them there. I've heard it from like at least four or five of them. Jeez! Right. So they said this lady with the with the house coat on and yeah. no feet, phased, bro. Like like the flash. When you vibrate at that frequency. Jeez, man. No, went, no, 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 no. Went no, right no. through the door. And then went, like, through the sanctuary. Yeah. And then there's, like, there's more doors at the back to go, like... You know, every stage has, like, the, the back doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Goes through those doors, and then that was it. 
right? So when I heard this story, I remember I was hearing it with my mom for the first time. Mm-hmm. She's like, what did you guys do? Like, did you pray? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they all said they went, no, we took <laughs> off. <laughs> That's what you do. Yo, man. You the, don't, the, listen, the, you, the way they booked it out. Yo, imagine like seven black people <laughs> just running <laughs> out the building. <laughs> They took off, bro. You don't see it. Like, listen, if you see an apparition like that and you decide, oh, let's find out where it went. Mm-mm. We're not friends. You know, and the thing is, I asked my grandpa about it, right? Yeah. yeah. I said, have you heard this story? He's like, yeah, I've heard about it. I said, what do you think? He goes, and my grandpa's like, not. He's a very logical guy. Mm-hmm. But even he was like, they saw something. They, clearly. <laughs> they saw right? something. Like, if everybody's saying the they same all thing. all saw something. Like, yeah, that's. So you've never experienced, you've never seen something like that in your life. Like you've heard okay, of it. Okay. So my mom. Okay. My mom is very, everybody has their spiritual gifts. Yes. My mom's gifts are like dreams and visions. And she very can, prophetic. She, she, she can see into like spiritual. Mm-hmm. I've heard the stories my mom's told me after hearing some of them when I was like six, seven years old. Yeah. I remember I prayed. I said, God, I don't want that gift. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I was like, I don't, I don't ever want to see nothing like that. I don't want to be that guy. So please <laughs> let somebody else have that skill. Like, like let that be somebody else's take. <laughs> I don't want it to be my take. <laughs> so yeah. No. Been around a lot of people who have seen things mm-hmm. personally. No. And I think, God is honoring that prayer to this. <laughs> I was like, you don't want to see that. I don't want to. I, I even watch Duffy movies, bro. I don't either. I don't understand the people's fixation on watching I them. I can't. I can't. Paranormal Activity? Mm-mm, nope. Mm-mm. The Nun? None nope. of that. <laughs> nope. No Annabelle. No The Conjuring? No, bro. I'm not conjuring anything into my house. Okay. So again, back to your question, the hospital or the church? I'm choosing the hospital. Okay. So what's scarier? Seeing Annabelle float through the doors at church or float through the doors at the hospital? church 100 percent. you think so that's a dopey in a church okay no 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 i don't mess with that hospital is different Hos- do you know what equates a hospital to like things like that like a zombie invasion that's what it equates to me i don't equate like the spiritual in the hospital if i see annabelle in the church okay nah <laughs> stay in stay inside a church at nighttime or an asylum oh the church yeah I'm not saying in an asylum. In an insane asylum? Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> Bruh. No, that'd be too scary. Bruh. Jeez. Oh, man. But yeah. Uh, hey, anyway. hold on, hold on. Speaking of duppies, though. Mm. This is like completely off topic. But I saw a movie this yeah. week. Okay. And I've said on this podcast before, I'm not picky when it comes to movies. Correct. This was the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. What was it called? It was a zombie movie. Okay. It's called... Oh, what's it called? It's new on Netflix. Batista's in it. Oh, Army of the Dead. I yeah. watched that. It was so bad. I watched it. I liked the first quarter of the movie. Everything else, just mediocre. I didn't like any of it. Really? It was the worst movie I've ever seen in my it's entire two life. two hours long. It was so bad. The story didn't make sense. Yep. The zombies didn't make sense. The acting was mediocre. Yeah. Like it was just bad. Yeah. And I'm not the guy. All right, you just that like cares movie. about yeah. that. But it was bad. 
Do you know what it was for me is the fact that like the intro set up so much potential of like, oh, this is going to be like, like a, like an over the top zombie movie, which I was, I was expecting. And none of that happened. None of it. It was trying to look into the psyche of these super developed zombies and just like, oh, we don't even know where the zombie came from. No. Where did he come from? Guy, spoiler alert. The movie starts with the one zombie. We don't know where it came from. Yeah. Just killing military people. And now there's an invasion. Yeah. It took over Vegas. Where the heck did this guy come from? And why is he so strong? I don't know, dude. Why is he the alpha zombie? Where did he come from? Right. And then he had a queen and then he impregnated that queen. And then it's just, I don't know, dude. It was so bad. It is weird. It was trash. Yeah. The only thing that I thought was really interesting that if it, if they did it in the movie, it would have worked. Because I don't know if you remember in the movie, they talked about the idea of like loop time looping in the sense that like we make the same mistakes each time. And like, this is just a, rep- a repetition of what we already did. I think they meant when they were down in the vault, cause there were like some dead bodies and it looked like the characters that we were watching in real life. Mm. So, but they didn't, they didn't build on that. If they built Bro, on they the fact that do, they didn't build on anything. anything, they brought a whole bunch of bricks and put them in <laughs> random places and never built anything with it. That's all it was. Well, see, and the other thing too is that literally they have to make another movie to make this work. Don't make another. They're no, not, you, no, you can't. Like, well, no, the end credit scene when when everybody died except the. Did you watch past the credits? Yeah, but like. That's what I mean. So like, like it sets up for something, but I'm like, if they don't make it, it's going to make that movie even more, even more, like even worse of a movie it already is. How you set up for something that wasn't set up? Yeah. I don't know. It's so bad. It was bad. I like. It was so bad, bro. Like there were weapons that guys were supposed to have that they didn't. The saw. They, they didn't the saw ever was use. the biggest thing. It didn't they even use it. They were making some really dumb decisions and I get it. It's a zombie movie. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this movie was supposed to be like, like you like you have like the comedic zombie movies, yeah, where it's supposed to play on the dumb horror movie tropes. Mm-hmm. Then you have the zombie movies that are trying to be like legit, like yeah. like World War Z, yeah, compared to Shaun of the Dead, yeah, right. I feel like this one was trying to be a legit zombie movie. It felt like it was trying but to be it was like so. Bad. Yeah, it was like Suicide Squad, like money heist mixed with zombies. It didn't work. Bro, like, tell me how you're in the middle of a zombie. Like, if you haven't seen the movie, don't watch it. I'm oh, just going to spoil yeah. it right now. Yeah. How you're in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. You have like 20 minutes to get to the helicopter. <laughs> right? Because... America's about to nuke Las Vegas because yeah. they just want to clear out all the zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got 20 minutes to get out. And this man decides he wants to talk about his feelings with the girl and kiss her. <laughs> and why she died? Because you kissed her. <laughs> you wasted time. Yeah. There was just a lot of shock value, but the shock value had no substance to it. it and was why just... was Batista so strong? Did you <laughs> see the way he threw the poker table? Yeah, the man. He threw it like he was the Hulk. Like he was Bane. Like, bro. <laughs> It was, it, oh, it sucked. It was yeah. so bad. Yeah. Well, speaking of things that kind of suck, uh, I know you're not really a basketball part. Like, that's Joel. You don't watch basketball, do you? 
Not really. Yeah. I would. I paid attention more when like. All right. Well, I lived here with you. Anyways, guys. yeah, yeah. Anyways, the uh, the playoffs started this week, and um, two instances happened. It was New York Knicks first time ever being in the. They're they're known as like the the trash team of the NBA. Yeah, I know. So this that. is the yeah. So this is the first time they've ever been in the playoffs in like a solid. I think like ten plus. Carmelo's years. not on that team no more. No, he's that on sucks. Portland. That sucks. Yeah. So it's like like uh, Derek Rose, a couple other people. But anyways, what happened was is that New York fans got like so hyped. But like they started doing some really stupid stuff. Oh no! And what happened was is that I'll show you. I'll show you the clip. But like what happened was is that a Knicks fan, you can see the clip. He spit on one of the players. Oh my god! On Trey Young, which is like uh, who's part of the Atlanta Hawks, literally like their star player. So like if you watch, like wait, you'll see the spit. Ew! Yeah, he spit on a player. This this is how like fixated people are like like there's one thing to get like competitive for your team but that's just blatant disrespect you don't it's spit on, you don't spit on somebody but anyways he's been banned and um should be fine too well I I'm not and sure and should if, catch hands yeah so now yeah he's banned from the garden indefinitely and then they apologize for the fans behavior um yeah and then also this on the same night. In Philadelphia, so the Philadelphia 76ers and Washington Wizards were playing. Russell Westbrook at halftime, I think, was walking under and they were losing badly. And someone in the stands poured popcorn all over his head. And he's pissed off and whatever and just trying to. So I'm just like, it's playoff season, but I'm like, there are some people that are just taking it way too far with this kind of stuff. Like, why? Right? Why? why? So, man, like, it's just. They're doing their jobs. They're playing basketball. Yeah. They were like getting mad at. Tom Hardy because he broke Batman's back in the Dark Knight. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, it's that they found out that he was a season ticket holder and that like he loses his that sees the all his tickets for the rest of the season and that he's been banned from the Fargo Center indefinitely. Good. Yeah. I feel like like there should be like a loophole in the law that allows for non-lethal jumping. Well, I mean, Westbrook was in, in his, within his right to do that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like there yeah. should be a thing that allows for non-lethal, and I don't mean like leaving them left for dead. Yeah, but like, a, like, 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 just a good old beatdown. Rough them up. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Just a beatdown. Yeah, you know? I get that. But again, it is ridiculous. Like, also, why would you risk it? It's not like, that deep. Do you know how much those tickets probably cost? Go and home you be just, like, Mom, my popcorn was on TV. Okay. <laughs> okay. You just dropped like probably you just probably wasted three expensive, grand expensive food. <laughs> yeah. And three grand probably worth on season tickets. Guy idiot. Idiot man. Not me. Nope. But um, yeah. Speaking of uh kind of little controversy too, Kim Kardashian. Oh, Kim Kardashian. Kim K. Uh she is um uh, getting accused for I don't know why this is maybe shocking to people, but she is being sued by former workers who say they weren't paid properly or given breaks. Workers meaning like from the show? I uh, no, I they worked within her estate. So I believe these are like um it does it doesn't specify, but I am assuming these are like lawn care workers, like kitchen staff, 
all those people. Mm. So it says the former staffers all worked in the billionaire's mansion in the gated community of Hidden Hills, which is estimated to be worth $72.7 million. How much were they getting paid? Uh, they didn't say, but anyways. How they, much were they getting underpaid? But I have no idea. They didn't specify. But um, if, like, if, if you underpay me, but I'm still getting like a lot of money. Yeah. I'm going to pick my bet up. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, like, right. So they said they weren't paid on time or given meal breaks and that she refused to pay them overtime as well. Um, and the lawsuit was filed on Monday and that seven members of the, yeah, so it's the Kardashians gardening and law and maintenance staff accused the reality TV star and businesswoman of violations of California's labor law. So, but does Kim actually pay them or is it like does that she will, have people that take that, care of that? That's what I'm assuming. I don't think Kim, I don't think it's actually Kim actually who does like. It. Is the is the middleman when she it probably comes don't even to them. know them? No, probably not. But anyway, she addressed the accusations and she said that absolutely, I respect people for their time and their hard work. And unfortunate, uh, unfortunately, these workers are suing the wrong person. Uh, I paid the vendor, and it's their job to pay their staff. I hope that they are able to get this issue resolved. That's what I just said. Yeah. So, like again, I don't think it's her. I don't know. I like Kim is one thing. I just never seen her. I've never known her to be shady like that. Yeah. I I've known them to be like pretty like calculated with their promo and their publicity stunts. Mm -hmm. But I've just never known Kim to be like not pay somebody. Well, that was the kind of the same thing too. I don't know if you have heard this when it happened to Kylie. I think one of his, one of her makeup Especially artists. that rich. Well, that's what I was saying. <laughs> like, one of her makeup artists, I think had like some sort of medical bill to pay. Mm -hmm. And Kylie started a GoFundMe for that person instead of her being like a billionaire to pay for it herself she's like let me get the rest of the world to pay for this person even though like this person's like my ride or die my homie yeah but can't tell her what to do with her money no fair enough right but like it just i get it i get optics it just i get <laughs> it but at the same time it's her money if she does like yeah i just think that just like if you don't want to look like a pompous jerk that was not the way to go about it <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like you can't tell nobody how to spend. Okay, their money. so for example, if like I was in the hospital mm -hmm. and you were like like super billionaire, mm -hmm. you wouldn't pay for my bill if you had the opportunity to. Oh, I personally would. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> but I, but I'm just saying. Oh, if I didn't, it. it's none of your business. I don't have to pay you. I don't have to. Yeah, fair enough. But I just think yeah, like again, it's a double edged sword because yeah, Especially, technically it's like like was that her homie or was that a worker? It was her homie, like a genuine like one of her like a makeup assistant like good friend of hers but she still works for her yeah so i pay you anyways yeah you want more of my money <laughs> <laughs> it's about respect it's about respect and transparency <laughs> well i mean actually do you want let's talk about that okay this has been this has been an intro we've been talking about this topic for weeks and actually i didn't know about this was the uh if you guys don't know the joe budden podcast um we've talked about the fantastic joe budden podcast yeah it's great. anyways but uh him and uh his other two co-hosts uh I forget their names. Um, I can explain it better. Yeah, yeah. Why don't I, you I watch. I, I listen. You to actually that listen to it more than I it's, do. It's very hip hop and urban, so mm -hmm. it's kind of where I get my news from. Yeah, but long story short, Joe Budden used to be a rapper. I don't know if you guys ever heard the song. It was in the Fast and Furious movie. The pump, pump, pump it up. You know that song? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, Joe yeah. Budden, right? He's had crazy career, mm -hmm. known for being. Controversial. Uh, yeah. He's a he's a he's a hole. Okay. <laughs> and uh so ends up starting a podcast. Yeah. 
right? Starts the podcast and he brings his two friends on, mm-hmm. Mal and Rory. Rory's the white guy. Mal's the black guy, but he's like too cool for anything. He's just too cool yeah. for everything. I can't stand people like that. <laughs> right? He's, he's like, I'm too cool to like a girl. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm too cool to like a girl. I'm too cool to go to the bathroom. I don't do that. <laughs> Y'all really go to the bathroom? That's how he is. Like he just says some dumb stuff. He does. But so there's been an issue going around recently because they, Maul and Rory, yeah. thought that they were owners of the podcast. The podcast. When that's not the case. Mm-hmm. So the lines got blurred between business and, and friendship, friendship yeah. because the ip the what's it what is it Interle- in, intellectual property yeah of the joe button podcast is joe's right they were percentage partners correct right meaning and this is all like this is information that's out now that we know about yeah meaning they get a percentage we don't know the number but they get a specific percentage of whatever income comes in for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Here's the issue, though. Joe doesn't just get his money from the podcast, right? So he has he has the Joe Budden Network, which has like other which has other podcasts, other shows, other online stuff. Yeah, right. So, example: if Joe gets a million dollars from whatever Mm -hmm. and decides as the ip owner the guy who runs the business i'm gonna allocate 20 percent of this two hundred thousand, to that podcast rory and maul get their percentage of two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand, right but they're upset because they feel like they should be getting a percentage of the million Mm. right but the millions for the actual but the, network, but not the, the actual yeah, pod. That's not the podcast. So it turned into this whole thing. There's issues because for six years they've been on the podcast and they're just complaining about money now. Now, Because right? the podcast is actually booming now. And Joe's actually like making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Right? I, so, heard a ru- I heard a rumor that he asked for from Spotify $250 million. Which is insane to me. No podcast is worth $250 million. Ah. Joe Rogan is more popular than Joe Button, in my opinion, and he only got 150 mil. Okay, let's talk about that. I think it's crazy because you know how much Spotify is making off the podcast? Yeah, probably billions. So to say the podcast is not worth 250 million, mm-hmm. it's worth billions, actually. Yeah, well, that's fair. <laughs> what do you, I, think, I think that was Joe's issue. Because Joe Button. Turned down a lot of deals from Spotify, title, title, all these, all these platforms, yeah, to be able to do it independently because he doesn't want to give up ownership. ownership of his business. Yep. Because again, if his podcast is making Spotify billions, mm-hmm. but he's only getting millions, millions, but it's his product, I would feel some type of way about that too. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So it turned into a whole thing, but. Long story short, the issue was business and friendship. Mm-hmm. And f- the friends feeling like they're owed something because they're friends. Yeah. But I don't think that's the case. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. Like, I, we, we, you and I talked about this when, we, when you showed me the clip was, like, 
And it's something that like should, for example, this podcast get into a level where there's actual monetary value coming mm. towards it. It's like conversations like that have to come about, but it's separating the idea of, well, no, it's what's interest of the business instead of friendship, right? Like you're coming mm. on essentially like the equivalent to Rory and Maul just coming on. It's like, well, you're not doing work. You're just coming on to talk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The the big like the heavy load of it goes to Joe and whoever his editors are, whoever's mm. advertising and promoting the it. people he pays for. Exactly. Right? right. So the fact that you're even getting a percentage to just be a personality, right? Mm. That should be enough. But I get where they're coming from to an extent. Not, I get I get the feelings about that's it. what I mean, right? But like if you're under contract, can't really complain about it. I feel like when it comes to money, mm-hmm. you can't you can't watch other people's pockets. No. If 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 your contract says this is what you get, that's what it is. Your friend doesn't really owe you anything. No, not at all, right? So back to the whole Kylie Jenner thing. Doesn't have to pay for her friend's medical bill. Fair enough, right? And I, I think, but I it's get just, it. Like, I, I get the well. You have this much. You should. You should. Mm-hmm. Sure, she should. But, but again, she's not. It's forced. her money. It's her she money. She can do what she, she yeah, exactly. wants to. She can do what she want to do. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, they, 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 they. I don't know if you saw. They put out an episode, and like they kind of responded to who did Rory and Maul. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was like an hour long. I, I watched like a good chunk of it, but they were just talking about how. Like they weren't aware of any of the business or when they were asking about the actual contracts itself, Joe was kind of getting like pissed off or whatever. Just didn't want to hear anything about it, which I was like, okay. I mean, here's, here's another thing. Yeah. If you're asking about contracts, you don't own anything. Well, exactly. Right. That, that <laughs> was my thing. If you have I'm a like, contract, you don't own nothing. Right. Like he's well within his right to not show you anything. It's his, it's his product. And see, it's, it's known now that, Part of the issue he was getting upset was because Rory would be having conversations about the podcast mm-hmm. outside, like talking to other people business wise, right? Yeah, and, that's and right. Whether, whether or not he said anything more than just like, um, let me oh, go, this is a like, cool like, opportunity. Like, like, let me go check with Joe kind of thing. Yeah. Regardless, if you're not the person that's running that, don't talk about it. Right. Like it was a conversation where he apparently was like talking about like getting a title deal mm-hmm. and he mentioned it to Joe and Joe got pissed off. Mm-hmm. But then later they got the title deal. I get where Rory's coming from in the sense that like, sure, he wanted to show some uh, show some initiative and do mm-hmm. that. But again, it's not your product to be promoting. Yeah. You have like you have no clue what deals are being made, what you shouldn't say to who you shouldn't say it to. So it's it's more just like a, this is not your part of it. Mm-hmm. Stay out of it completely. Right? Like, that's the equivalent if, like, I met somebody and it'd be like, oh, Juwan would be a great feature on this. Mm-hmm. Right? And you don't know this person. And I'm speaking for you. Yeah. That's the equivalent. It's like, see, now I, but like I said, Joe Budden is a whole. He's a whole entity in right? itself, right? So maybe the way he responds to his friends isn't the greatest. Yeah. I probably would have responded with a little bit more grace. Mm-hmm. Than he did, but the fact still stands. The fact, yeah, it's not your business. It's not your product. You show up, you pod. That's it. That's it. You get paid for it. That's called 
job. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the other thing too is like the fact that like one of the biggest things too was that uh, was um like they left for like how long? Like what six, six months? Weeks. Six weeks. Six weeks. And they came back and they still had their work. What kind of job you can do that at? You can't. Can't. Like I think I think they I don't know, man. Value the way people view and value things mm-hmm. is kind of funny. I heard this entrepreneur say one of the hardest things you'll have to go through if you're an entrepreneur and you want to start your own business yeah. is when you get to the point where you have to hire people, that's going to be the hardest part because nobody will ever care as much as you do. Interesting. Meaning when you hire someone, so like, let's say you want to do visual stuff, right? Yeah. Podcast blows up and now you need to hire an editor. Mm-hmm. Okay. That editor clocks in, does his job, finishes the job, clocks out, goes home and he's done. You, the owner of all this, you don't clock out or clock in. Right. It's just 24 seven for you. Yeah. Right. You're always thinking about, okay, how can I make this better? Who do I talk to to get um, more publicity over here? How do I market to this area? How do I bring in more people from here? Right? So when you're the owner and it's your thing, you think you live it. Right? Rory and Maul, they just showed up twice a week, recorded, and got a check and thought that they had a fan base because of it. Mm -hmm. But Joe, when he's done recording, is doing these deals. Yep. Trying to get everybody paid. Trying yep. to make sure everybody stays paid. Yep. Right? So. Yep, I get that. Right? And I, I think that, well, that was the thing, like, it was funny. We, you and I kind of low-key talked about was the idea, like, what happens when this stuff gets monetary value? <laughs> I I told Elliot, I said, yo, I'm just a worker, fam. Right? This is not my brand. Well, because of the funny thing, like, for me, I was thinking, I'm like, well, I'm, the way I thought about it was like, well, no, it's like, we're both. I thought we were both putting equal effort into it. But then you reminded me, just like, well, no, I'm just showing up. I just record. Right? Like, I'm editing, I'm putting, I'm finding the music, I'm finding the segments, I'm preparing, I'm putting it out, I'm advertising everything. So it's like, that's an interesting way to look at it. And I think it's because of the idea of getting in, like, your friends prior Mm -hmm. and you're getting into business. Yeah. Gotta separate the two. And that's why I think Joe's biggest fault in this whole situation was not establishing that role that the I'm roles the boss from the jump yeah he had them feeling like they were equal more they own more of it mm-hmm. than they actually do mm-hmm. right yeah that's yeah that's the little so when they say friendship and business can't work it's not true it can but everybody needs to understand their roles, their role, right? establish, the establish what the hierarchy is. Mm-hmm. I guess, right? Yeah. And yeah. stop watching people's pockets. Yeah. <laughs> I saw, I saw somebody was talking about how, I mean, this is kind of in relation to Joe button and how he was kind of, he's very against the, the norm of signing labels or signing big deals. Mm-hmm. And I, it was an interesting I don't I'm sure I don't know if you've heard of the analogy where being like where people signing to labels is the equivalent of like being in slavery, like being owned. Basically. Yeah. Which at first I was 
I didn't understand, mm-hmm. but now I understand a little more seeing mm-hmm. like stuff like this. For example, was the idea that, well, you can't really because slavery was, you didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. This, you have a choice. You yeah. can choose to do this or not. But, but I, to the point where I get where it's coming off and looking like that is because big corporations want to profit off you. Mm-hmm. They don't care about your dare I say well-being as long as you're making money for them Mm -hmm. so I get that aspect of where it comes to being like well now I own you I own this and like you're making millions while I'm making billions yeah right and see I could go way into depth about it Mm -hmm. right I mean if you want to so I'll like I'll explain it for people that don't have no clue what we're talking about let's say Let's say let's talk about this podcast, the Open Concepts Podcast. Sure. Right? Let's say we spend all our time growing it. Mm-hmm. Right? You start to get a fan base. You hit 50,000 followers. Yeah. Okay? Because they say your first 10,000 is a good start fan base. Mm-hmm. Right? That's when you're getting some traction, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you hit 50,000 and you're starting to grow now. Yeah. Right? You're, we have visuals going. All of a sudden these brands start contacting you, mm-hmm. right? So they start contacting you about, yo, we see your videos. Um, how'd you feel about wearing our shirt? Yeah. Elliot, Elliot has a hat on right now. Yeah. How'd you feel about wearing our, our clothes during the episode kind of thing? To promote, right? yeah, yeah. All of a sudden you start, you start, it's a business now, yeah. right? It's no longer just a creative art thing, mm-hmm. right? So, here we are, though, doing something creative, and we're just starting to see a little bit of monetization from it. Sure. Right? A, that feeling is crazy, though, because here's, here's, the, here's the, the kicker. Mm-hmm. The thing about being an entrepreneur with art is that once you create the content and you get the fan base, you have to keep going. Yeah. You can't really, like stop like 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 like. there's no like oh i made i invented something crazy i'm gonna sell the idea for a billion dollars and then yeah 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 yeah. with this it's like your monetization is gonna come from your audience Mm -hmm. right so to keep the audience you got to keep making content so that's where these deals come in right because you got these big labels it even goes to music these giant labels of people that are probably not invested in the culture or the art that you're making mm-hmm. they just have money they're like a bank yep right they see oh the open concepts podcast is has a fan base mm-hmm. we can capitalize off that so let's give them a deal right so now let's say you get a deal crazy deal let's say it's for like millions mm-hmm. right but you're making but they're making billions off of it but the thing is in some of these contracts um, I'll give you for me, for example, music. Yeah. An artist, the contract will say something like, "We'll give you X amount of dollars, but you got to make five albums with us." Mm-hmm. Right. And the thing is, if you're an artist that's huge, they're all behind. Like they're gonna keep funding you. Yep. Right. But if you have one album and then you fall off, you're still under the late contract with the label. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you're not making no money. Off these next albums, 
right? <laughs> you're stuck though. You're stuck. Because any music you want to make or you want to transition or whatever, it's going to be, they own it. Yep. You don't own that. Yeah. Right. So people are saying, yeah, it's a choice though. Here's the thing though. A lot of these artists who they're going after or these creators that they're going after come from places that don't have money. Yep. Right. So if it's like, I just want to be able to make money for my family. Right. Let's say it's somebody from the projects. Mm -hmm. I just want to get out. I just want to be able to feed my family. Yep. And then you get offered millions of dollars. That's going to look nice. To just make music. Of course I'm going to do that. Yeah. We're out. We have the money. But you got to keep it going. Yeah. Right. And if you don't know how to keep it going because you just got offered a deal and they just funded you, you never had any know-how of how to expand run your brand your art your artist yeah right so i see it yeah like like, i'm not gonna say it's slavery but it is a very gross trap that they don't that you don't know about unless you fall into it or you hear it from somebody who was in it and they're out now yeah well absolutely and i i think that I mean, like from what I've seen from most podcasts, like some of the podcasts that I listen to, um, a lot of them go to places like Patreon, where that's mm-hmm. the majority of their fan base, where like they list like you got like tiers of whatever, and they list how much they're making a month. And it's like some like my favorite podcasts are making like $127,000 a month just off mm-hmm. Patreon because yeah. they offer them exclusive things and they own their own uh, their their own intellectual property. Mm-hmm. That's it. So would it for you then, because we were talking about podcasts, so then what about for music then? Would that be different? Because again, up and coming artists coming now, releasing their album soon. Should the opportunity come mm. to sign to labels and stuff like that? Where is your headspace at for that? Well, it depends on where my pockets are. <laughs> <laughs> However, though, what labels offer you? What is a label, right? Mm-hmm. What do labels offer you? Why do people want to sign to labels? Because they're going to fund your exposure. Yep. Right? The thing about any art you create, it doesn't really matter how great the art is. If nobody sees it. Doesn't matter. There's no point. Yeah. So you got to get your art out into the world. Yeah. Whether that be you call up a radio station and be like, hey, how, how much does it cost for you to play my song for a month to keep it in regular rotation for a month right right these things cost money it's mark it's just marketing 101 yep right so like you have the occasional people who grow viral Mm. right because from just organic right and then it's the occasional person that goes viral but is also very very talented yes to keep it going yeah usually the people that go viral are like the one hit wonders the one hit wonders they're not really you know they're monetizing off that one video. That, that, that one, one thing. Song. And now you got to keep doing that same thing. That may not have been your attempt, but now you got to keep doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But for marketing, you have to get it in front of people. Yeah. Labels have the money. Sony. <laughs> yeah. Right? Let's, let, like, let's talk about Sony, for example. Yeah. What does Sony know about urban music? Probably nothing. Sony makes PlayStations. Yeah. They make movies. Yeah. What do they know about hip hop music? Mm-hmm. They know it generates a lot of money. Yeah. Look at Drake. Yeah. Artist of the decade. All they see is 
dollar hip hop music makes a lot of money. Yeah. So what are we gonna do? Let's create Sony, the label of Sony. Yeah. Pay you this much so you can bring us that much. Right? Mm-hmm. But it's like it's a give and take, right? Right? Yeah. So a lot of artists nowadays, I think Chance the Rapper was the first one to do this. He was. Is understanding, and this is what Joe Budden understands too. Yep. You gotta understand your audience. Yeah. And yes, if you're gonna do it yourself, it takes a lot more work. But doing it yourself is always gonna be better. Yeah. Because we're in the age now where you don't really need a label for exposure. Yeah. If you can be smart with your own money and then budget it nicely and then slowly work your way up. And it's not, it's not just for music. Any, anything you create, if you can slowly just work your way up, put the money where you need to put it, mm-hmm. radio station, um, there's a show going on over there, promoter. A certain playlist right? on Spotify. Certain playlist, whatever, right? It's going to eventually come to the point where they come to you. Right? Yeah. Right? And if it's that big, you're able to do something like turn down a Spotify deal. Right. For what was it? Uh, However much they offered him. Yeah. You, you're, you're, you, you can do that because you understand the value of what it is you're creating. Right. You know your worth. You know yeah. the worth that you have for that. Yeah. I get that. So, yeah, it's interesting. I, I think, well, I, I mean, kind of turning now to the aspect of working with friends in this kind of business mm-hmm. is difficult i don't know like it's not difficult well i've seen more of the example of friends having a falling out which destroys the business whereas Mm. if it's just people who didn't know from each other and then started something from the jump tend to last more so you think it's the idea again it's the idea of feelings getting in the way of Mm. not knowing who is whose boss because end of the day it's about money yeah if you're running a business it's about profit right yeah so usually i think the issues will come like you'll never hear a issue about a business friendship whatever falling out because you said something mean to me right right whether or not ma wants to admit it (laughs) (laughs) it's about money you're upset that you're not you're not getting getting the check the check you think you should be getting yep so I get, I kind of get that though, because if you come in without friendship, if there's an issue with the business, you both just work together to fix it. Exactly. When there's an issue and there's friendship involved, you like you automatically want to fall back on friendship to fix it. But got to separate the two, right? Yeah. Which and I I think again as we talked about because like Joe's a different kind of breed, so I think he's the man is something else. But like like say for example, if like. As we said, this podcast gets some level of monetary value mm-hmm. and you and I were say to have a dispute, mm-hmm. like to work that out in my mind, I think would be easier than say something that Joe is going on because Joe is very, again, different. You think though. You I think, right. That's what I'm saying. I think because but I've that's never why, hit that But point. that's why I told you, I said, if it ever blows up, just remember, we I sp- understand that I am, I don't own this. Yeah. I'm not going to. Go there crying for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I helped you. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> That's I don't. I, I, I don't personally think that way. Which right? is great, right? Like, and a lot of people probably wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. So, so I think, I think you have like everybody has to understand that 
there are roles to play mm. and just play your role. Well, exactly. If you, don't, if you don't like your role, leave. Yeah. Somebody else will fill it. Yeah. And if you don't like it as well, make your own role. That's it. That's it, right? right? It's the equivalent to like if I was like, if I was on a feature for your song mm-hmm. and you make more money on that song than I do, I, and I'm expecting mm-hmm. more because I was on the song and we're friends. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense to me. So I don't know, but yeah, it's just it's talking about how I don't know, just keeping intellect, just separate that from friendship. Just, yeah, just, and and like especially like nowadays, everybody wants to create something. Yeah, I had a whole I had a whole thought. I feel like it's funny. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, guys. <laughs> You've had a lot of these on but, the pod, but in all caps. I do think that the school system, like mm-hmm. the Western school system, I feel like there's a reason that they promote things like be a doctor, be a, you know, they put so much more emphasis on the, the thing, the, the professions that involve working under somebody. Than being your own boss. As opposed to how they push creatives. Mm. Why do you like, think that is? Like, for example, in school, if somebody said, what do you think is more important, art class or math? People would say People math. would say math. Yeah. Right? But what if you're really good at art? Yeah. What if, what if, what if that's what you're really good at? Think about it. Everything that we enjoy in this world is art. We're in Elliot's room right now. His bed sheet is art. Yeah. Somebody created this mm-hmm. and made money off it. Right? Yep. So, but they want to push... I'm not a conspiracy theorist, <laughs> but there is this push to like get an education, get a good job to work under somebody so that you can get money and then pay for somebody else's art. Yeah. Because when you think about it, that's what yeah, it is. That is what we it all is. Wanna, we all want to chill. Um, I like video games. I'm going to go work a job, put money in somebody else's pocket, get a little bit off the profits so I can go home and then spend those profits. On, that. on somebody else's art. <laughs> and I think the reason that they don't promote the art or anything or, the, or, the, or just the creative side of stuff. Yeah. Is because if people realized how valuable their creations are, people wouldn't be working for people. You'd be doing it yourself. Well, yeah, I think that everybody wants to be their own boss. It's just figuring out how to go about it or even and, like and, and, having and, the motivation. It's, like, it's not even just like, music or no not movies. at all i'm talking about like let's say you're good at really good at being a chef yeah culinary is art but if 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 it was shown to us how to properly turn your art into a living guarantee a lot of people wouldn't be working for these big giant corporations absolutely 100 percent. we're made in the image of the greatest creator <laughs> so isn't it crazy that we end up working and not creating, creating stuff. Yeah. That's what we're made to do. Yeah. That's we, don't, we, don't, we, we don't have these skills for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's who we are. We, we create stuff and then enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. And I, I think it's, yeah, just shifting the mindset. Because, like, again, as we said, you and I had a conversation. It's just this year, now that I have my year off, it's just trying this out. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I think that like if there's a better time to do this where i have like responsibilities and quotations in the sense that like i'm still at home and i'm 
paying for my car. But other than that, like I have a lot of liberties when it comes to I don't have school in the fall because I graduated. Mm-hmm. I'm going to probably be working. But other than that, it's now spending my full time on making this podcast something bigger. Right. Yeah. And it's so I mean, we'll see where that goes. And it's probably the same thing now with your music. Right. Yeah. It's like being like, well, no, I'm going to make this work. Yeah. Yeah. So because because I like you, like you gotta just believe in it. Yeah, I feel like we're trained growing up that we have to have somebody else help us with something. Yeah, like how many times as kids we have that day where it's like, "What do you want to be?" Yeah, what do you want to be? Or like, or like the job fair, Mm -hmm. right? What about the people that want to start their own business? What about the people that want to be owners mm-hmm. that don't want to worry about if COVID happens, am I going to get laid off or not? Right. Which is, which to be fair is becoming the new norm now of just being your own boss, starting your own stuff. But that wasn't around when we were growing up. Mm-mm, it wasn't as easy. No, right? not at all. And that's why I say like, just like the labels back in the day before technology was where it was and everybody could do this stuff at home. The labels made more sense. Right. That was the option. Right. The option. Like people wasn't, people weren't, wasn't streaming you. They weren't downloading you off the internet. If they yeah. heard about you, it was from the radio yep. or a show or TV, right? That, all those things cost money. Exactly. Right? So back then, it makes sense. Yeah. Nowadays, though. You can, everybody is their own promoter. With YouTube yeah. and Instagram and Spotify and just the internet, you don't need a label. No, nope, you're your own promoter. You just need to find the proper niche right? to... To get people's attention. Yeah, you just gotta work at it. That's it. But yeah. But anyways, we're gonna move on to question of the week. Question of the week. Question of the week. What did I say it was? I forget what it was. Oh, uh uh, what is your Oh. What is your guilty pleasure? Yeah. So I okay, so let's let's divvy this up. What is like okay, so for my main guilty pleasure, I I'm a PG guilty pleasure. I'm not talking to any of you like married freaks out there. (laughs) I was gonna say that that like that like COVID test yeah that- <laughs> not in your nose <laughs> the butt swab yeah. I don't judge you though I mean yeah you do you in the confines of your own home I don't want to see that yeah. when I say guilty pleasure I mean like I, something PG yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm a sucker for reality TV yeah that's mine I'm a big sucker for mine is mine's trashy reality yeah. TV. Like you introduced me to Jersey Shore. Yeah. That's a fun show to watch. Yeah. I can feel the judgment right now. <laughs> I can like I can feel everybody like really fam. Yeah. Jersey Shore. You know what? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I like it. It's good. I don't I don't live my life like them. I live it through so them. So when I see it, I'm like this is fun. Yeah. Exactly. I like reality TV like um like Big Brother. Yeah. Big Brother's good. I like the Kardashians, bro. Except I, for Courtney. I know. You don't like Courtney. I can't stand Courtney. Why? Because she's just like. <laughs> like, imagine, imagine making millions of dollars mm-hmm. just to film your life. And then complaining that that's too much of a job for you. And then saying, I'm I I just work is just not for me. <laughs> I just can't work, guys. Like I have other priorities and work is just not that. Get paid to not work. 
That's wild. It's rude. It is. It's disrespectful to yeah. all the people that enjoy your trashy TV show. Exactly, right? You're just making, like, you don't got to film everything, but you're sitting there complaining about the thing that's making you rich. Yeah. Saying it's not for you. Well, then give up all the money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't stand her. Would you ever do a reality TV show? Like, if it, or like a real, like someone would film your life? No. I couldn't either. It's too invasive. I might do a documentary for the next album. Ooh. I thought about it for this one, but I thought about it like in the last quarter. Oh, so it's a little late. I was like, ah, there's a lot of songs that. Got to start in the early process early. Yeah. That'd be cool. What's your guilty pleasure then for music? Because I got categories when I think of guilty pleasure. See, for me, guilty pleasure means something I don't like to admit. Yeah. I like, I don't, there's no type of music I listen to that I don't like to admit. Really? If you know me, you know I like I like Chris Brown. Yeah. And if you know Chris Brown, his music is just slaps. It's not it's not wholesome. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it is what it is, right? A guilty pleasure song of genre of music that I really like is uh you know K-pop? It's like the Asian. Korean pop, but yeah. I like J-pop, Japanese pop. Oh, I never yeah. even listened to it. Yeah. I like I like it. See, I don't I don't think you like I don't consider music to be a guilty pleasure thing. Because music is just music. Okay. And like, unless you're off key <laughs> or off beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you can actually, like, like, there's rules to music. Like, music is subjective, but there are the rules. Fair like, enough. If you're going to play a song, yeah. you got to sing it in the right key. Yeah. That, those rules is what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. okay as okay. long as you fit those rules, it's music. It's music, right? So at that point, somebody's going to like it. Yeah. So. Okay. Fair enough. That's why I don't consider it a guilty pleasure because. Music is music. Okay, what's your guilty pleasure type of genre of movies? Mine is rom-coms. It used to be rom-coms. It's but, not anymore? But I just, I've just accepted that. I just love rom-coms. Well, see, I'm at that point too, right? Like, but I just think that it's outside of what I usually watch. Hmm. Guilty pleasure of movie, actually. Of movie? I don't think I have any... You just watch it if you want to watch it. I just it. watch it if I want to watch right. it. So maybe it's more of the TV shows, maybe then. The reason I say guilt, like the trash TV, because when I'm watching it, I'm like, this is trash. <laughs> like, this is terrible. So I feel what guilty am I watching? About it, but yeah. Like, have you seen the show, um, the tattoo one? Ink Master. No, no, no. That, that's a good one. That's a good show. That's not trashy. The one with Snooky. As the um oh yes yes and yes, like, yes and like you tattoo your friend your friend blind, blind, oh blindfolded my gosh dude that's a trash show that's just trash dude but I can't stop watching I know it's like a car wreck I'm like what are they gonna put on them are they gonna fight why would you do that why would you let them do that there are some bad ones and dude. it kills me because the host like Snooky and the one guy they, yo <laughs> like <laughs> the show is about. Putting a tattoo on your friend that that they don't Symboli- see. right that symbolizes and something, and about it's supposed them. to be like it's supposed to be controversial, right? But they don't even try to make them feel good. They're just like, oh my wow, gosh, that is you put that on him. That is terrible, right? And then and then when the person looks at it and they see like it's something crazy, they'll sit there and ask him and be like, so like, are you upset? <laughs> That's the equivalent to like if I'm punching somebody in the face, it's like, are you mad? Does that hurt? <laughs> like, like, like just to spark the blood even more. Bro. bro. Oh my gosh. It's trash. Yeah. 
hurts my head after a while, but I like it. What would you put if we were to get tattoos? If I had to get you a tattoo and you had to get me a tattoo, what would you put on me? That spark controversy. That would spark controversy? A toilet. Dang. Dang, man. <laughs> see, for the, see, now I have to explain it because they don't get it. For those of you who don't know, if you rearrange my name, Elliot, you can spell toilet. Yeah. I didn't discover that. He offered me that I, information. I regret it. I really do. Now they just call me toilet. If I had to give you one, I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd tattoo a picture of me and then a little boy dunking on him. See, and this is why Elliot's not coming to the cookout. Oh, no. You want to give context to that story? No. We play, Okay, we played a video game, and in the game, I had a son. We were, we were actually two felons that broke out of jail. <laughs> we're brothers. We, we weren't brothers. No, we weren't. Yeah, you're right. We were right? So we, so we met in jail, but we're like, yo, we're going to break out together. Yeah. So we break out. We go through this whole journey. And we finally make it back to my crib. And my son's there. And he's like, daddy, 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 what up? And I was like, it's cool, son. I'm out now. Right? Elliot meets my kid for the first time. I'm talking to my wife. You know, we're chillaxing. So we decide, yo, let's go shoot some ball. Yeah. Right? So I got my son there. I haven't seen my son in so long. Because I was locked up. I was locked up like Akon, bro. So we're playing ball and my son's like, daddy, watch. And he goes to shoot the ball. <laughs> and this guy, Elliot, <laughs> done stuffs my son. Like, like who does that? Geez. Who does that? That's the most disrespectful thing I've ever you know seen in my life. Do you know what the funny thing is too? I wasn't even planning. I didn't know you could even block that. You I was disrespecting going for the my son by accident? <laughs> I was going for the alley-oop. Yo. Bro, I blocked your son so hard. But that gave me such motivation because at the end of it, we fought and I killed him. Yes, you did. We also had a wrestling, uh, an arm wrestling contest. I won that too. Bro. I was vexed. <laughs> For your son, bro. Disrespectful. That, that's the tattoo you get. But yeah, question of the week. What is your guilty pleasure? I mean, if it's TV, if it's music, if it's a movie, or if it's food. If it's sniffing glue. If it's not bathing. Oh, Hey, shout out to you guys. <laughs> I'm not about that. But yeah, anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Guys, if you have any uh, topics you want to drop, uh, if you guys have any questions or you guys want us to do any follow ups on MP- any. Oh my gosh, I can't even speak. I'm Elliot. I can't speak. <laughs> I can't speak. Any episodes, uh, DM us at Open Constance Podcast or you can email us at Open Podcast at gmail.com. Guys, follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts as well. Leave a written rating on Apple Podcasts. It really does help. Uh, boosting promotion and advertising for this show. But anyways, EJ, where can they find you, my man? <laughs> this is Juwan96. Guys. Here we go. Guys, I know you guys wait for this moment every week. The update on what's going on. What's going well, on? guess what? Album is done. Let's go. Album is finito. How do I say, how do I say finish in Spanish? That's right, finito. Oh. Terminado. How do I say finish in French? Fini. Japanese. Nihau. Are you sure? No. I was about to say. About to say. <laughs> That's hello. I was going to say, let, let, let him be racist by himself. 
Guys, the album is finished. It's done. It's done. I have it on my phone right now. Well, your song dropped already. When this At is this point? Out. Yeah, when it's come out. No, you said this this comes out on the first. Oh, that's right. It comes out this week. So it comes out. So when you guys hear this, it'll be a Friday. 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 Yes. Pre-save that, guys. Pre-save it, guys. I did already. It's gonna be a guys. Moment. It's the song of the summer. I kid you not. It's gonna be a vibe. I'm so pumped when the actual. Don't ever play yourself. I'm gonna be so pumped when the actual album or even this song is gonna be released, and I can put this song on the outro. Bro, guys, guys, Whew. this album. I'm not gonna get into it right now because we're gonna have an episode for it. We're gonna right? talk about it. But guys, guys, I worked so hard on this ish. <laughs> I leveled up. It's big. Go listen to my last album. Yep. I'm gonna call it a mixtape. Cause that was just a tester. Yeah. Go listen to that. And then just 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 so you can hear the growth. Nice, nice, of nice. this new stuff. Night and day. Night and day. It's crazy, bro. It's wild. I'm finna move to LA. I'm gonna move to La. <laughs> <laughs> to La. But yeah, like I've seen, I've seen like the mock-up for like the cover for the album. I've seen like this dude, guys, you're not, you're not ready. And shout out to Peter Watson. Woo! That boy plays guitars like, like no one. I've business. never, I've never heard nobody yeah. play guitars like Peter. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Do you want to reveal how many tracks he's on? No. Okay. Peter, Peter is like my cheat code. It's a good cheat code to have. Dude. When I want to just level up a song even more, <laughs> you just, I'd be like, Peter, just listen and do whatever you feel. It's, cr- <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, when, when, when we actually get to the in-depth of each song and talk about it, we'll, we'll, we'll get some behind the scenes from oh, yeah. Juwan himself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. It's going to be good. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you guys next week.